Hey yo, welcome to Ignorance is Not a Trend Podcast Where we'll be making sense out of the ignorant trends I'm your host Jambo Lagiza Some of y'all may know me from Instagram As Jambo or Jambo Lagiza Or Jambo the Chicken Wing Man I don't know, whichever one Depending on how you found this podcast Anyway, so the things that we'll be discussing on this podcast Will be everything surrounding things that go on in our communities um, In our environments From a different perspective Because I noticed that there are a lot of things that We seem to not be able to discuss or Not really have any dialogue about And so those things that we will be discussing on the podcast will be everything surrounding that black accountability, technology, relationships, um, current events, everything in between from an Afrocentric perspective. So I'm going to give you a disclaimer right now because... You know, I'm not trying to get in no trouble. So I'm going to let y'all know right now, this podcast may contain language that may not be suitable for young or sensitive listeners. Some of the things that will be discussed may be controversial, explicit, and African diaspora thought-provoking. So now we got that out the way, we're going to just jump right into it. So this is my first episode and the name of this episode is Westside Disconnect. The reason for the name is because if you do know me from social media, you know that I periodically go live and I do these live videos and I'm usually in the hood when I'm doing these live videos and also the live videos that I do on my Instagram is usually after like a young person whether it's a rapper or not um, something tragically happens to them and when something tragically happens to one of these young people I notice that people tend to go straight to social media And they make these insensitive comments or insensitive captions. I also noticed like over the years on social media that people tend to go to social media a whole lot more when things happen. And I imagine this is because, you know, there's always someone becoming more mature or more mature or or more immature as time goes on and they tend to get into these trends or these waves as they call it right where it's like oh everybody's talking about this or everybody has an opinion on something and I I take offense to um, people leaving insensitive comments or making insensitive captions on the young people that pass away no matter what they pass away from now I do know how to separate the street stuff from an accident right but the main reason why I take offense to it is because I used to be a person that was out there I used to be a young person out there in society that was doing you know whatever right and I know that I was looked at as a young punk or I was looked at as like a thug or whatever and it didn't matter if the people knew me or not I knew that that was the perception of how society viewed me and now you have this this like this evolution of that thug mentality right and you hear it in our music you hear it 
But when I read these comments and I read these captions and I make my live videos on social media, it stems from me being able to relate to the young person that is no longer here, whether they are a rapper or whatever. I'm able to relate to them. I understand the life, you know, and a lot of people who make these captions and comments. I mean, just be straight up about it. They ain't got off the porch. They ain't been out there in the streets because if they did or if they were or if they had been out there, they wouldn't be saying the things that they say. They wouldn't be typing that stuff up. And that's a disconnect for all of us because while a lot of our people think like well because I don't live over there or I didn't grow up like that you know I don't understand how our people be like that or you know you think because you read a bunch of books or you graduated from college that it gives you some type of superior or some type of superiority over those who didn't go to college and you think that you can speak on certain things and you really shouldn't speak on it right especially if you if you don't know about it or if you didn't if you really haven't been in that type of lifestyle and I do know that a lot of us have relatives if it's not us that do live on the wild side of life or that side that people critique and making sensitive comments about and you know that is a disconnect for us as a people I think that social media also it enhances the disconnect between us because social media has allowed people to just be able to broadcast their opinion out into the world or to the world wide web and I get it you know that's what we're doing nowadays that's what people do you know but sometimes especially if you're offering your opinion without any type of solution or recourse And that's usually what I notice, which is usually why I take offense to the insensitive captions and comments, because you don't have anything to offer. All you all you're doing is just basically feeding into more of the destructiveness. You're not trying to connect with the younger people. You're not even connected with the younger people that's by you. That's outside of your family. So how can you even basically make a comment or say anything about what these young people do with their lives or, you know, what's going on when you probably went to the store or when it got you some gas and you just walk right past some young people that's out there talking loud or whatever they doing right and you just like let me just hurry up and get my gas and get up out of here and it's like nah just hey speak to the speak to them let them know you know hey y'all all right out here y'all good out here um you know what y'all doing out here it don't gotta be a long drawn out conversation either i talk to people when i go to stores and i go places I don't talk to everybody, but, you know, I I speak to some of the younger people. I'd be curious as to why I see them out doing some of the things that they do sometimes, because, again, I grew up differently and I know that everything has its its time. You know, everything evolves. And when it comes down to like the things in our communities that's destructive that we really don't want to peel the onion back like gang culture or the the gang lifestyle 
guns and all this stuff. And I get it. Some of us don't really want to dig into that. But if you remember when you were younger, maybe you were a little bit fixated on some of the stuff. Right. And you can't say you wasn't because if you listen to the music, it doesn't matter what era of time you listen to this music. If you listen to the music that we make, it always is a reflection of how we live or our environments. And I'm not talking about the oldies or really old. Um, and I don't want to say R&B, but like soul music or, you know, the Al Greens and the Marvin Gaye's. Nothing before that time. Everything after that. So when you listen to that stuff, it lets you know pretty much how our lifestyle is. It's a reflection of of what goes on in our communities. Now you have this, I guess, popping pills or drinking cough syrup or whatever I I don't I don't get it I don't understand it I can't relate to it that didn't happen that wasn't going on when I was when I was younger but there was something going on that these children or these younger people I don't want to say children but these younger people that they do that is it shows the evolution of you know weed or um, germ or whatever it is that that was going on in, in my time I probably sound like a whole person saying germ <laughs> but that should let you know where I, where I come from like my environment or my era right but the disconnect is mainly because you, you can't relate to, to those people or maybe you don't want to relate but if you really thought about it and you really broke it down, you can you can do something about it. And maybe if you reach that one person, whether it's a niece or a nephew or son or daughter, their friend, you don't know how that may have a domino effect into the people that they influence. Because let's just be honest about it. The younger people are not influencing the older people. And I do get it. It's not just the lack of communication or respect for the generations. It's a combination of things. It's the environment, the city or country or county that you live in, the upbringing, um, money you know everything that plays a part in the disconnect and all the things that ultimately have us disconnected are the same things that can have us connected you just have to figure out a way to be able to reach those younger people and if you're tired of seeing rest in peace this person rest in peace that person if you tired of hearing about things happening to um younger people and you like man they got all this money man and they don't know what to do with it well why you think they don't know what to do with it because you didn't reach out to to them when they were young like children and in our communities, I noticed that that the older black people would say things like, I'm not about to I'm not about to deal with that. I don't got no patience for that. Let let them let them youngsters do what youngsters do, right? And look at what they doing. Look at what you letting them do. You saying let them do it Look at what they do And then you turn around and you say 
Man, I don't know why they doing that. You know exactly why they doing it because you let them do it. You just you basically turned a blind eye when you know like, hey, you was out there or you have friends that was out there or you still have friends that's out there. And y'all used to run around and y'all did things and, you know, now it's different, at least for me, because I grew up in the gang culture and I don't understand how people who didn't grow up outside of the gang culture, I don't understand how they have similar issues in their communities like gang culture. And I hear it in the music. I see it. I see it in videos. And I I really honestly, I can't make sense of it. Now, I do have some younger homies that I talk to. And sometimes I pull up on them and I hang out with them a little bit. And for the most part, those ones that I do pull up on and I talk to, they have a little bit more sense about things. But they still be, you know. They still be dibbling and dabbling because this is what they do. I don't tell nobody to go out there and go get guns and go do stuff to people. That doesn't make sense. That's basically repeating the same destructive cycle. But I do tell them like, you know, you out here. Hey, bro, you need to, you know, be smart out here, man. And if they got children. It's even more so like, hey, I know you got a son or you got a daughter. Man, they looking at you, bro. Or, you know, you need to go ahead and go do something that's more productive. And that's going to ultimately break the cycle of destructiveness. If you're not doing that, you're not really helping the future generations. You're not actively being involved in your communities now i understand that a lot of us don't really have the patience or don't want to do it but if you don't want to put the work in then you probably shouldn't open your mouth you probably shouldn't make them captions or say things and it's not just um gang culture or guns or violence It has something to do with drugs because I see people make comments or captions about, man, how you going to sell this to your people and all that. And it's like, man, until you are in a situation where you got to figure it out, you really should be quiet. I don't say things about stuff that I have no idea about. Like, I really don't talk about stuff that I don't know nothing about. Because I'm going to sound like an idiot, which is how a lot of people be sounding when they're talking about things that they don't know what they're talking about. And when it comes to the hood or come to, you know, being a black person in this country and how one minute you could be up and the next minute you could be in the fucking mud like you don't even you don't have no clue. If you haven't had to live like that and there's so many things that goes on when it comes to, um, I don't really want to say oppression, but the things that have been introduced to us, and I don't want to say since we was released as slaves, but it pretty much started before then psychologically of why we do the things that we do right now and why these things why we're disconnected like I was saying the older people they won't sit down and talk with the younger people and I've noticed that um, the older people will just totally dismiss the younger people and I'm saying this as a middle-aged man right and I can't see myself writing off the younger people because I know one day I'm gonna need the younger people 
to protect me because I know I'm going to get old and I don't need that ignorant shit around. It don't it ain't going to do anything. Right. Like you got you got people doing these bullshit challenges. Right. (laughs) Great challenges and all this shit that I see on social media and on TikTok. Right. Now, I get it. You know, you want to have fun with your kid. But why are we not making videos or doing challenges where we are teaching our children or or our younger people a skill that they can use to survive? Like, why not do that? Why don't we do that? Like some some of us have to take some accountability for everything, right? Not everything like on one person, but us as a group. So if you're looking at the younger people and you turning your nose up at them or, you know, you have some type of disdain because let's just be honest, I see it. People be like, yeah, I love my people, but then turn around and be like they got a problem with somebody because they don't know them or they don't like what they posted or they don't like how they be talking or they don't like their hair they don't like their skin complexion like it just be all this like nonsense right and it's like you don't love your people because you don't even love yourself and you can't sit up here and be like, yeah, I do love my people, but, you know, and then here comes whatever disdain you got coming out of your mouth or whatever disdain you want to type in your captions and your comments. You can't be like that because just how I'm able to read this stuff. Guess what? The younger people read it also. So you want to bridge the gap you need to know how to be able to bridge it. So I'm going to help y'all with a couple of suggestions. I have four children. Two are young adults and one is a teenager and one is a small child, right? And I have two boys and two girls. Now, I don't really care too much for the music that they have out right now, but I find some something that I can't listen to and I'm not running around here playing. I'm not playing like gangster rap all the time or whatever. Right now I do listen to gangster rapping. Like I said earlier, like things evolve. So the gangster rap that you hear now, if you come up at a certain time, you might not like it. But when you realize that it has evolved into what it is, then you know how to accept it and be respectful of it because you don't want to be that old person. And I hear it and see it all the time. (laughs) Like, man. I don't know how y'all listen to that that shit whack or that shit weak or like man you don't even know what they saying and that shit don't make sense all that and it's like man they like it kick back like you know this is what they listen to this is what they like my grandmother probably didn't like the music my mom listened to but she probably didn't say nothing either and my mom didn't like the music that I listened to but you know she didn't say nothing it is what it is you know we're not listening to the same thing you know because sometimes people die and they don't make any more music now someone can come along and um, try to emulate their favorite artists but you're not going to get connected to the younger people through music if you don't want to listen to it. 
if you can't stand it. And that's another part of the disdain. So while I sit up here and I say like, man, I ain't gonna lie, I love being black, right? And I love everything about being black. And that means even the things that are not good for us because all those negative bad things make me who I am. It, it's it's a part of me. It's a part of my culture. It's just that's what it is. Now I do my best to um, maybe not indulge in it so much, but we all love a little ratchetness. We all love a little hood shit, right? So if you want to connect with the younger people, that's that's what you're gonna have to do. But you may need to be able to learn how to effectively communicate. Like, you know, there's other ways to do it, you know, there's another way to go about it. And, you know, you can't just be shoving books in their face. They don't these these younger people don't care about books. I realize that they don't care about books. They don't care about reading. They don't care about none of that. So that's another reason why I even started this podcast, because I know a lot of people will listen to podcasts or just listen to stuff, right? They don't really want to read. And I don't take offense to it. I used to, but I don't anymore because I've had I've had to learn how to accept things that you know is part of the is part of the evolution. So while we're moving into this digital era and digital age, I mean, I've had to start some other social media accounts because I realized that that's how I'm going to be able to reach people. This is going to be what I'm going to do on my end to try to bridge the gap instead of being a grumpy ass old black dude sitting up here complaining about why shit ain't the same no more and how I used to go to the store with a dollar and buy a fucking bag of chips, <laughs> a soda, and some candy and sunflower seeds, right? Like, nah, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be like, man, I remember, you know, when things used to be different. But it's no different than what it is right now. Because I think my children are going to be able to say the same thing in 15 years. Like, man, I remember going to the store for $5 and I was able to buy a bag of Cheetos and a soda and still has some money left over but not enough money left over to buy another bag of chips and a soda like they gonna be saying that to their children and it's gonna be the same thing or like how they just said they're gonna put Maya Angelou on a quarter like my grandmother if she was alive would not understand that like who the fuck is my Angelo, right? <laughs> like, it would be like that. But she probably would be able to relate to it, but be like, ah, damn, I remember when I had a quarter and I would go buy butter and eggs and cheese. Like, it'd be shit like that. Or however it was when she was younger. So that's, for me, this is what I'm doing to try to bridge that gap and and try to stay connected and also because like I said moving into a digital era like if you don't find a way to be able to stay connected you ultimately are going to be extremely disconnected and what I mean by that is you pay attention to how fast everything is going And like I said, they don't want to read books. It takes too long to read books, but they could sit in a car and or sit on a train or a bus or whatever, plane or whatever. And they could listen to what I'm saying right now. Right. And maybe I'm able to spark the mind of one person that may be able to um, influence five other people in their in their generation. That's how it starts. That's exactly how it starts. Instead of shitting on them 
or acting like you're better than them or just acting like you don't have the time or the patience to be able to connect with them. That's not the way to go because you're going to need these younger people. They're going to be our guardians when we are old. At least that's how I see it. And if my grandmother was still alive, I would be going to go check on her and make sure she good and everything else. I imagine anyone who has their grandparents and you are in your late 30s or 40s. I imagine you do go and you check on your grandparents. Unless you have really old parents. If you have really old parents, then you probably go and check on them. You know, and I do know a couple people who have some old parents. And they are always going over there checking on their mom and dad. So that's how we should be looking at things. Now, I'm going to dig into the disconnect a little bit further or a little bit deeper because um, this is something that I've discussed on my life. But I did it with um, a couple of my my buddies on on the gram, right? When we do our lives or when they asked me to come on and talk about some things, right? So I'm going to say this when it comes down to um, the disconnect. If you understand all of the things that was introduced to us to keep us separated or divided, if you understood all of the the destruction, then you will be able to relate and you'll be able to at least try to convey it to the younger people. Like I said, they don't read books, so you can't try to shove um, Amos Wilson or Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. You can't shove those books in their face. They're not going to read it. Like, nobody wants to read Blueprint for Black Power, right? But if you read it, you know, like, it is a necessary read. Now, if you didn't introduce books to your children when they were younger, or if books weren't introduced to the the younger adults when they were younger, they're not reading right now. Now... I try to get my children to read and I I always used to tell people to you got to read man it's the only thing that keeps your mind strong and it helps you understand maybe the the way you need to do things but again like I said they don't read so you're just wasting time and as the old people used to say you beating a dead horse right but if you dig into history and you able to convey this to the younger people, you'll know like, hey, there's been a lot of times in history where us as black people, we didn't have nothing, but we figured out a way to make it happen. And we figured out a way to try to keep everything together. And I don't think in the early 1900s or late 1800s in certain parts of this country that black people was shitting on younger people or the older black people was acting a certain way towards the younger black people or the men acting a certain way towards the women and vice versa right because all these things are part of the disconnect it's not just um the age and it's not just money you know it's a lot of other things so like i said i'm gonna peel the onion back a little bit this is gonna be a series as i said in the beginning 
but understanding the disconnect. So let's say, and I'm gonna use myself as an example. My grandmother was born in the early 1900s, right? 1930-ish, somewhere around there. And she was a slave, right? And she was sold in a package deal. Her and my great-grandfather, which was her father. Now, I don't really know the full story about it because I find this out when I take an ancestry test, right? And I have been around my grandmother, but... You know, she didn't discuss any of these things. I come to find out years later that my mom told me that my grandmother used to tell her about these things. Now, imagine being sold as a package deal with your dad, right? Or with your mom, it doesn't matter. And we're talking about during an era of time where supposedly slavery was abolished alright so if it was really abolished why was people still being sold and traded but it was basically a black market it's like underground rap right you don't hear it on the mainstream you don't even really know that it exists unless someone um you know you hear it in a car or whatever right so imagine doing something on the black market or something being done to you on the black market in the interest of survival now my grandmother and my grandfather they stayed married for the duration of her life right and my grandfather is from down south He's still alive right now, right? Now, my grandfather is very old-fashioned, very, very old school. And he does not communicate very well with his children or his grandchildren or his great-grandchildren, right? Because he's so old-fashioned. But when you go over there you have no choice but to abide by his rules right you have no choice but to do what he says do and he's like 90 probably 98 99 somewhere around there right now is there a disconnect between me and him there isn't but that's because He's old fashioned and he instilled that into pretty much his lineage, right? And that's why I don't really have a disconnect in a sense, if that makes sense. So if you peel the onion back and you and you dig into the history of why we are disconnected, you have to understand your lineage per se. Now my grandfather is not in the streets he has his own business he has his own church and all this stuff right but he doesn't listen to music he doesn't know how to read he's illiterate right but you would think like with those things he really is disconnected and he's not he don't know anything about the latest music or trends but he's not disconnected from his family and he's done in my opinion a very good job of maintaining his family and his lineage he's been able to outlive some of his children and his grandchildren but some of the stories that he has told me has helped me understand why he is the way he is why he doesn't know how to read um, why he does the things that he does 
you know, and these conversations are short. My grandfather don't really say too much. But I'm able to connect with him and I understand. And as I get older, as I age, I understand more and more about myself as it relates to these small conversations that I've had. Now, for us as a group, like I said, imagine the background of your lineage being sold or traded um, offline and as you get older as you grow you you're trying to figure out how to I guess make it survive and that's just one part of the puzzle right because I think as a black person when you are born you are born with so much stuff against you and at some point in time if your mother and father are not together you already are born with some type of disconnect you're already being brought into the world divided and it's not to your it's not to like your fault it's not your fault that that happened but understanding like right now like dang why can't I have a conversation with this person or that person or why can't I do this and do that and you don't understand so you have stuff like that and the reason why some of us are not able to communicate or convey things, whether it's a young person, older person, or a person the same age as us, is because we have not tapped into that disconnect and understanding ourselves and understanding the things that that has happened to us psychologically like breaking it down completely and that that that's hard it's hard it's hard to do because you don't really want to say nothing nowadays because people be making jokes and clowning around and shit like it'd be a lot of things like people just our people don't be taking this real shit seriously when it's when you're trying to figure it out, you're trying to figure out how to make shit better, or you're trying to rub two nickels together, and you can't even get a fucking dime. <laughs> you still got two nickels, and you're trying to figure this shit out. But understanding, like, hey, look, my mom had me young, and my father wasn't there, so that makes it hard for me to connect in my relationship or my marriage or whatever right all these things and why wasn't your father there or why did these things happen even though we tend to think that oh i wasn't born so that shit don't have nothing to do with me but in all retrospect it has everything to do with you but we do this thing called deflection and that deflection does not help us connect with people or connect with each other it keeps us more divided because you tend to think or people tend to think that I'm I'm me and I could do what I want to do like they have this like crazy mentality not knowing that this shit was introduced to you or this shit was introduced to your mother or your father and now it has had its long lasting effect I don't want to say Jim Crow and MLK and all this shit because all the things that happened in the past that shit has something to do with the way we are right now it has a whole lot to do with the way we are right now fair enough my grandparents wouldn't understand 
the internet you know i think my mom still be struggling a little bit she learned how to repost and um steal people videos and shit like that on uh on social media but even sometimes she still get caught up she still be tripping off of like man how you know how to do this and then in my house i ain't gonna lie i'm probably the most tech savvy in my house uh, because i'm always staying on top of things some kind of way but it allows me to be able to communicate because i understand how to evolve and our people have not or not i'm not going to say have not a lot of our people have a hard time understanding how to evolve or grow and that has something to do with your past it has something to do with history because i could tell you right now if you are a hundred years old right now you would say man i didn't never think it'd be a black president i never i never thought that black people would be as rich as they are like you really break it down like that right and I could say right now, like, I never thought it was going to be a black president. But then, was he really a black president? Like, was he? But we don't, we don't, we don't be looking at it like that. We don't look at, like, how things were in the past or in history. And how, you know, right now our lives are very busy. So if you look at the average grandmother right now, that's like, and I know some people that are grandparents and they like 40 and it's crazy to me, right? But are they, are these 40 year old grandparents like the grandparents you remember? Are they like that? Like they still, they making TikTok videos with their children right they're grown children and it's crazy you know don't want to i guess grow up or accept that look i'm not doing no tiktok challenges or i'm not doing none of that i'm a grown-ass man and i could be doing something more constructive like what i'm doing right now but understanding the past and the history will help you be able to navigate in the future and understanding how to evolve and grow and accept those things as what it is we live in in some weird times right now if my grandmothers were alive they'd be like man i i never thought it'd be like this right they they probably I don't think they would be necessarily scared of the pandemic because they come up in some different times but they have the remedies like they would have remedies I don't even recall my grandmother like taking medications and all this stuff like that right like she's smoking um I can't even remember the name of the cigarette she used to smoke Virginia Slims or some shit, right? And she smoked those all the way up until she wasn't here no more. She never stopped smoking. And that goes to show like she was going to stick to what she going to stick to. Which brings to my point right now. My grandmother wouldn't have evolved so much into how life is right now. She was still continue to do the same things but if you know her you'll know like this shit works for her you know she's accepted things she's not driving around with driving around in an old ass uh, cutlass or whatever she got a new ass well at the time of her passing she had a Nissan Some kind of Nissan, right? It was a new Nissan, though. It was new at the time. And it was a big difference (laughs) 
from the Volvo I remember her having when I was a kid or the Pinto that she had. And don't be shitting on Pintos because, you know, Pintos was was some cool little cars. You know, it was some cool little cars. People clown now, but back in the day, Pintos was some cool little cars. It if you was in America, you had a fucking Pinto. And it, probably if you lived in China or something, you had the equivalent or the Chinese version, which was a fucking uh Honda Civic, like hatchback. Or um Datsun. There's some shit, right? <laughs> but understanding um, the things that that was done to our grandparents and great grandparents that has something to do with the disconnect has something to do with why we are so divided you know you can't imagine like I said um, being traded or sold at a, at a, as a child in America you can't imagine that you can't imagine that the world is so harsh on you because of the color of your skin. You know, you can't imagine trying to form or put together an organization for just your people and it gets infiltrated and torn apart. And you didn't create the organization to cause destruction. You created the organization to protect your people or to protect you and what it is that you believe in, right? You can't imagine a system that's so harsh on you that they don't want you to have nothing. And when you figure out a way to get something... They come and they take it or they come and they sabotage it or they come and they burn it. They come and they destroy it. They chase you out. They run you out. All these things like that. So what you think is going to happen? We talking about years, decades of that type of destruction. You think you're going to really have time or patience to really talk to younger people when you like this shit real out here? I don't know what you talking about. You know, y'all over there on some goofy shit. Nah, it's going to be like, hey, man, I really don't have no time for that. That's just on that. When you think of the health aspect of it, and I'm saying this from another personal standpoint. You got so many things that's happening that you still got to worry about your health. And now in this era we living in right now, they're doing shit to the food. They're doing shit to everything to ultimately sabotage people, right? How are you supposed to get connected and these motherfuckers want you to be six feet apart <laughs> and they want you to wear a mask and all this shit, right? They're not even promoting good health. They're not even promoting good relationship health good man all this shit right but we sitting up here acting like we can't get it together even though i know black people we are resilient and you know we do what we gotta do but that doesn't mean that there's not a few stragglers procrastinators provocateurs um all them type of people right but if you really, really thought about it, you would go back and you'll think like, damn, all this stuff that has happened to us and society right now is like they want us to be, I guess, empathetic. Like, man, now I see what black people was going through. No, the fuck you don't. And the reason you don't is because. This shit been happening to us. We 
we continue to make adjustments in this bullshit, right? And y'all just now trying to sympathize or empathize or want us to be empathetic. How? How? When the medium average income of a black household is 1700 while the medium average income for a white household is 117000 Like, that's so much of a fucking difference. And you want me to be like, oh, yeah, I, I get it. You know what? Come on over here, which I'm going to dig into that another time. But if you really break everything down, like I said, and you really look into the history of it, we are disconnected because of things like that happening to us. And it's all a part of, I don't really want to say an agenda or design, but I can't really think of any other way to to describe it. But we have to, at least from my perspective and my opinion, we have to figure out a way to basically destroy the things that we know are keeping us divided or disconnected. All the things that we know all the things that we know are in place like if you know what it is that's in place or you know what it is that's happening you gotta basically do the opposite of that like 100% that, that's how I look at it so if you know that driving down a certain street and every time you drive down this certain street you always get a nail in your tire then you gotta take another route instead of complaining about the fucking nails that's on the street even though you don't even know where the nails are you have to do something about it even if that means taking a longer route to your destination it's better than getting a nail in your tire it prevents you from having to get your tires fixed which in long in the long run of things it saves you money so if we know what the problem is then we should be doing what we gotta do from wherever we stand or sit we should be doing whatever we gotta do to come with a solution to that problem and since there's so many of us that like to get online and critique and say things and give our opinions why don't we get online and give out some fucking solutions and figure out a way to like I said bridge that gap figure out a way to actually do some nation building and it's not gonna be easy but if we want to be better as a race and we want to be better in the future or we want things to be better in the future for us and our children and our grandchildren then you have to put in the work right now no tap dancing no singing no marching no challenges no hold no money to your ear none of that you gotta utilize what you have in your possession right now whatever you have in your mind whatever you have around you the people around you you have to figure out how to turn all of your liabilities and all of your excuses into assets and solutions that's the best advice I could give and with that being said I'm gonna go ahead and sign on off I hope y'all can tap in on the next episode because we're going to dig a little bit more. Hopefully I'll be able to have one of my bros come in and um, be able to tap in, you know, on the podcast. I appreciate y'all.